Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters, about however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, The reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Thursday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show is Jake. And uh, looking at weather, we wanted cool weather. We got it. Very nice. All right. 52 down on the island right now. Our sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market, Texan Roofing, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. Today looks like plenty of sunshine, high around 65. East-northeast winds 10 to 15. Tonight, a few passing clouds, low of 62, east winds 5 to 10. And then for tomorrow, a few clouds from time to time with a high of 73, winds east-northeast 10 to 20. So a little warm-up coming this weekend for opening season, deer season, and waterfowl. So we expect nothing else. But it'll still be comfortable. It's better than what we've been going through. Tides for today. These are Galveston Channel Tide predictions. Our next tide is a low at 1.56 p.m. It's an 0.1. Then we have a high tonight at 11.57 p.m., 1.8. 7.33 a.m. sunrise, 6.33 p.m. sunset. Our moon phase, 82%. Coming off the backside of that full moon. Don't forget, uh, Saturday night when you go to bed, to set those clocks back. Sunrise uh, Saturday morning will be 7.34 a.m., and if you're going hunting the next morning, an hour earlier, you know, the clock in your head, 6.35 a.m. So, anyway, all right, looking at uh, current conditions around the complex, the water temperature drop we got with this front, uh, a lot of places I saw anywhere from 20 to 25-degree drops in water temperature. That's nuts. I think Sunday... Eagle Point, when I did the show Sunday, it was uh, 80.6 degrees, something like that. Well, it's fallen off quite a bit now. All right, the Galveston Channel right now, the air temperature down there is 54. Water temp is 68. Northeast winds 6 to 10. Eagle Point, 53 degrees with 58-degree water. East-northeast, 15 to 16. So there it is. All right, let's run over uh, east of town now over the Golden Triangle area, and let's check in with... Captain Bill Watkins at Sabine Lake, see what he's up to this morning. Good morning, Bill. How are you, man? Hey, man. I'm doing all right. Well, so good. You, do you think our little spotted and dotted fish are, uh, uh, you think they're locked up this morning? <laughs> Probably not, okay. but uh, I'm, I'm sure the bite isn't as good as it was before this front hit. It'll take some time for them to acclimate, or they may have. I may just go right through it. I've seen them, seen it both ways. Usually, 
when you get a drop like this. I've seen some pretty slow fishing till, you know, for two or three days till they get acclimated to it. And one thing it yeah, probably that, did is I get rid of a lot of the trash in the bay, all the gaff top and junk that was still hanging around. I sure hope so. I, I'm still catching a couple of those every trip. Yeah. It's not sharks still at here. First, you know, when they first bite it, fools you, makes you think you got red. <laughs> and yeah. And right away, you know, you know, it's like, oh, no. I don't know, won't, <laughs> won't these things ever leave? But yeah. right now, they're either in the open bay or in deeper water. You know, right. They hadn't been on the flats. Yeah, a lot of them are showing much. up under diving gulls up my way, you know. Everybody freaking out over birds, oh, yeah. and they're either they're they're trout that are too small or big old melon-headed gaff tops. Yep. All mixed together. If you together. go down south on Spain, that's pretty much you see birds working. That's pretty much what you're going to get. Mm. Um, but I've been catching my better fish on the flats, like we talked about last time. Yeah. Early in the morning, I'm, I'm catching more fish on the flats, uh, two and a half, three foot. And that'll be your keeper size fish. Right. They'll almost always be 14 plus or on up to 17, 18 inch fish. Mm -hmm. Boy, they're healthy. Those fish over here are so healthy. Man, oh man. (laughs) And and, uh, up to nature's, I mean, you can catch trout all the way to the, uh, to Beaumont at the port. They're, They're everywhere. And I'm sure they're up at Orange, too. I, I caught a, a bunch of birds working up at, um, oh, I think I was at, I was a, right where the intercoastal turns back into Louisiana. Right. That's, that's right there. And uh, I never caught uh, birds working up that far. Uh, I've been up there a lot of times when the water was salty, but this year it's salty, salty, salty. <laughs> We've had... We've had so little rainfall over here that uh, it's almost yeah. uh, it, it, it's almost like South Texas, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've had some really pretty green water down south, and there are fish down there, believe it or not. Uh, I think some of the some of the trout uh, followed some of the shrimp down the channel and wound up at Sabine Pass, and right. all the all the tide runners and every other fish that lived in the bay were. We're all moved north or south. They all just took off. You know, sometime mid-September, late September, the, those tide runners leave and the other fish go north. Well, now they've kind of come back. They're seesawing back and forth as shrimp come out. So, yeah, you can catch trout down there, you know, and fish, uh, fish the ship channel around Sabine Pass and all that area. Uh, there are trout there. It's a, it's kind of a seesaw thing. I'm sure right now that uh, the water's probably pretty dirty down there with all this wind we've had. Sure. I'm sure we've had a real flush, too. But, uh, after Sunday, I didn't go back out. I hadn't been out since. Yeah, I hadn't uh, either. My next, my next day will be Friday. Monday and, would have been uh, slimy with that drizzling rain and... 30 mile an hour winds that was <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sure somebody went fishing in that they mad at them, i'm baby. sure they did <laughs> yeah they tougher than me i don't mind uh i don't mind the cold but the rain uh-uh so that's uh and when i was back that, in my 20s and 30s even 40s i wouldn't even think twice about it. i'd have i'd have fished in that nasty stuff but oh yeah not now yeah, shoot you. I'd fish for bass if it was 28 degrees. I mean, you'd get ice on the boat trailer bunks when you pull the trailer out of the water. Oh, yeah. I didn't care. Heck, I worked in it. I figured I might as well fish in it, too. True. And it got cold up there in Jasper. When I lived up there, it got cold. Yeah, it gets cold I mean, in Piney Woods up there, man. Well, we had it's a hot nice too. Storm one time. Yeah, 
Yeah, it did. It, it gets a little hotter in the summer. It gets hot in the woods. No breeze, man. Just smothering heat. Oh, it's horrible. It, it is bad. Usually out on the lake, you get a little bit of a breeze. But yeah. That's, uh, that's some tough conditions to fish in. You remember those old uh, catalytic heaters? Yeah. I used to have one of those. I'd put it in my bass boat right. and go fishing by myself. <laughs> I mean, I, I was so rabid after that. I'd go fish those creek channels and stuff and drop jigs and all oh, man. Right. I've seen some mornings that, uh, heck, it frosted be so thick on the bottom of the boat, I couldn't even stand up. I didn't well, yeah, you bust your butt on that carpet in them bass boats, man, <laughs> when it froze over like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. bay boats do. None of it's good. Ice on the floor, not good. No, that's not good. Not good. But I think uh, getting back to Sabine, which is, uh, you know, I'm drifting back in time here, but uh, <laughs> in ancient history. But I, I'm sure that uh, we're going to have more fish to catch because the next waves of shrimp will be coming out of the marsh on this. And, and there'll be more fish up there to follow them. And it'll be on again probably. I, I figure this morning somebody could catch fish. But not me. I'm, I'm not going out there until, until tomorrow. Well, we got a northeast then, wind this morning, you know, which we had yesterday. Always do behind yeah. these fronts like that when that high pressure slides. But, uh, it uh, it will lay down afternoon fishing. You know, this time of year, that's what I like, popping out about noon and fishing till dark. Get that lay yes. down and, and get a little water temperatures come up a little bit with the sunlight and all that. Makes for a better bite mid midday to late evening. Yeah. Well, hopefully Friday morning it won't be too chilly. I think it's going to be about 44, 45, and, uh, and it'll warm right back up. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully I can get on. I figured there'll be some. Yeah, the fishing's fish. not bad once you get out there. It's just the boat rides, you know, that, yeah. that are pretty cold. But we got gear for that now. Yeah, that's true. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll be able to get on them. I'm figuring that there'll be lots of new fish. It'll it'll take some adjusting. Uh, that high pressure does affect trout and reds i mean yes it has to it's it ain't a whole lot different than it affects bass and crappie and other freshwater fish it's uh but that being said if there's shrimp out there to eat and they'll be uh they'll be eating them they're trying to fatten up right now sure and like i said those fish are the fish i've been catching are so healthy it's just uh yeah they hadn't been starving starving there's been plenty of shrimp and shad and lots of bait fish for them to feed yeah, they're, they're fat and sassy and, and uh, even uh, even now that they're done spawning they're starting to put on some of them are not skinny some of them are uh what i'd call puzzle gutted they <laughs> they've been yeah. getting plenty of groceries and they're just solid healthy trout man i mean and of course, redfish—they always get enough to eat. <laughs> yeah, they're matter. garbage disposals, man. That's exactly right. <laughs> they are feral hogs of the bay. Feral hogs of the bay. But uh, I mean, up until the front, I've been catching them on uh, uh, wigglers, mostly the four-inch ball tail. Uh, but any—you know—you could just about throw anything in your tackle box. Uh, down south lures, mirror lure, little john. The little john's been. Anytime you got shrimp bite going on, that little john's gonna catch its share of the fish. No sweat. And uh, about, uh, but it's mostly been. Now I did have a guy throwing topwaters uh, Sunday morning, and we had we had fish that were actually chasing shrimp up on top and breaking and. Uh, he did catch a few fish on top waters. You know the guy I'm talking about, the guy that always 
throw stopwaters no matter what. Yeah. Because he'd rather catch them that way than he had to eat when he's hungry. Right. And, uh, and he did catch a few, but uh, basically it was a down deep jig bite, quarter ounce. Uh, we were fishing anywhere from four to nine foot of water, ten foot, and mm-hmm. uh, the, those fish they were they were responding to that. It's uh, pretty interesting how all that works. But they'll run those shrimp up and make them pop on top. And right. if you see a shrimp popping, throw at it. If I mean, that's guaranteed. I mean, when those, shrimp, when those trout are swimming in that mode and feeding feeding upwards on the surface, running shrimp up, you can almost throw a bear jig head out there and get a bite. That's true. They're hitting anything, anything that moves, man. All reactions. Let me knock this break out, Bill. Hang on, buddy. I'll be right back to you. All right, you're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back after these messages. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 417 here in the Bayou City. All right, Bill, we're back, my friend. All right, I'm here with you. Yeah, Yeah. quick enough. Well, I'm I'm on fish Friday and then... uh, Go duck hunting Saturday morning, and that's a, that's an unusual thing for me. I mean, I, well, I wish I could say that, but uh, I'm going duck hunting Monday morning after y'all spread them all over hex half acre. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, there'll be plenty I, of birds. What I'm hearing, man, home. there. If you've got water, you're you're covered up. That's that's what I'm hearing. I think we're going to have a good shoot. I uh, can out, imagine so. out to Winnie with some folks. And, uh, I'm going, actually, I'm hunting with Zane Starr. You know him, don't you? Yeah, I, I know little old Zane. Yeah. yeah. He works at McLean's yeah. now, right? No, he's working for Copes now. Copes Trailers. Copes over at Rose City. Oh, okay. I get all my trailer work done. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he was with McLean until that's what I thought. Here not long ago, he moved over toward Bridge City. Okay, and uh, he was driving back and forth, so it kind of makes it a little easier on him not to have to drive that far. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hunting with him. Well, and, that's cool. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but he says uh, there's lots of birds. Yes, lots of birds. There is. Uh, me and my cousin gonna go with him. Yep, we're going to be there banging at them. All i got to do is be able to hit one. You will. You know, traditionally, when I used to have that deer lease, I hunted deer that that first morning. But it ain't that way now. I'm not too worried about the deer. I'll, I'll get with them when I get a chance. Hopefully, yeah, I'll I'd hunt. like to get back into duck hunting. I would, too. I miss it, you know. I used to do it every single day of the season. I've, I've been hunting the last couple of years. I've been hunting with a friend of mine down at Sea Rim. Uh, he's got some private land down there. Yeah, down in that marsh and, down there. But yeah, was, he's butted up right against the sand dunes at the beach. Mm, but there's no water in his pond. Yeah, I'm hearing no, that a lot. Water in that marsh at all? Yeah, a lot. A lot of the, the marsh ponds that don't get any kind of tidal flow, or there's no way to, they don't have the gates to uh, block it where they can hold the water. They're they're pretty dry. Yeah. That's why a lot of the a lot of the marsh. If you do have water, you're covered up like crazy. That's what I heard covered about up. youth season. Anyway, the youth season was just like blackbirds, ducks everywhere. <laughs> I know there's a lot of teal still down here, but uh, oh yeah, I think a lot of the big ducks too. Yeah, uh, <coughs> excuse me. I've been hearing speckle bellies coming in at night and snows and stuff with this front. The old call of the wild. I love that at night. Oh, Walk yeah, out on the patio sure. and hear hear birds pouring in in the dark. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's special. But I have not heard the first goose this year. You hadn't. It is no. I heard a few um, the other night when I went out with a dog. Flyway. We used to 
I, I mean, I could stand in my backyard here and, and watch skeins of geese going over and over and over. Uh, but it's changed. It's, they're not coming this way anymore. They're going somewhere else. But there used to be lots of geese. Oh, yeah. Food, food source has changed. But Definitely. they're planting a lot of rice out toward Winnie out there. And that's, you know, that that, that had been dried up for a long time. So it, yeah, there's a, it's, just a, it's just a small amount compared to what it used to be. That was just from my way over in Chambers County all the way through Jefferson County to you. That was, that was it. I mean, it was just yeah. solid rice, both sides of I-10 and all the way down to the coast and northward of you know, up towards Nome and Sour yep. Lake and all that, just uh, it's all changed, though, man. Well, they've got it coming back to a great degree down here, so that's uh, that's pretty exciting stuff. But uh, it, that really spread the teal out. They were here today, gone tomorrow, back in teal season. Yeah. But anyway, we'll... Uh, I'm going to be there to open it up one way or the other. Well, that's good. Yes. Glad for you. I need to be, I need to be fishing some more this year, but uh, I'm going to go right after that. I'm going deer hunting over at Palestine and friend's place and uh, hopefully get me a fat doe. I'm almost out of deer meat. I'm, I'm right down scraping the bottom of the freezer. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of limping too. That's, uh, I need to make a Belleville run with a couple of bucks and ice chest. <laughs> or does whatever, you know, meets meat. Those or whatever, yeah, they eat good. That's it, man. I've got to where the, the antlers don't mean near as much to me. I'm, I'm just like the next guy. If I, if, you, if I was allowed to shoot one of those big monster bucks, I'd get excited about it. But... I can't afford that kind of hunt anymore. Right. And, you know, free range, you know, low fence stuff, that, that's all cool. But, uh, and I'd rather kill a big one that way. But I've got a, a barn full of antlers out there, you know? Sure. And uh, it's more about the quality of the hunt and the meat that you get nowadays. <clears throat> I like to I like to hunt where they got protein fed fat toes. <laughs> well, I promise you, if a one one seventy <clears throat> or one eighty walked out, I know you'd roll him. Oh, <laughs> ground check him in a heartbeat. You could, you could find room for them antlers. <laughs> I surely could, and I could too. Like I, like I said, I get I would get excited over something like that, but it's it's out of my head now because. Uh, I mean, I just don't have access to that quality of deer. Uh, right. I killed lots of big eight points and nine points. And, I mean, the only ten-point buck I ever killed in my life was uh, a mule deer. You know, I really? got him on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Out in Spade, Texas, way out there. And uh, they had some really nice mule deer out there. But... You know, that's uh that's just been the luck of the draw. I've killed lots mm-hmm. of nine points. Uh they'd have a horn broke one point broke off or something. I've never been able to kill a, an honest to goodness ten point buck. So it's kinda of on my bucket list, but uh you know Well it might never happen. Switching horses here a little bit that the commission uh they agreed they're gonna they're going to revisit all this. Uh, you know, we're going to have some more scoping meetings in December. They're going to try yeah, to make right. a yeah make a move on these uh, limit changes again. They did agree to a fifteen to twenty inch slot and a three bag limit with one trout over twenty five as part of your a part of your daily bag. So you know you can catch two sixteen inchers and keep them in one over twenty five if you want to keep it or retain it. You know, for mountain purposes or whatever, and so they're gonna. This is gonna be statewide. Yes, that's the whole coast. That's me and you up here. 
three fish. Fifteen to twenty inches. Fifteen to twenty. And uh, they're gonna. They're also gonna revisit uh, a tagging system. Try to, you know, make a decision on that to where they'll put them on a license. I know it's too late to do it this year because you know license sales. You know, the license new licenses came out September first, but they'll uh, adjust it to where it'll go into effect next year if they decide to go that way on keeping. You know, a trophy fish over 25 inches, your personal best if you want to tag it. And uh, <laughs> so. Okay. But it's going to be coast wide. <laughs> oh, boy. And it was really oh. uh, amazing the people that uh, voted for that, uh, you know, three fish bag, eighty over 80%. Of all their surveys, everything. So that's uh, hmm. well. I think that's because a lot of the guys that are so into that are the ones that show up at scoping meetings. Yes, I think uh, they represent. They're a small part of the fishery as a group, but they have a lot to pull because they show up. That's that's what I think. I might be yeah. all wet about that, but I think they're they're uh, they're that much. They have that much interest in it. Mm. And does that really work? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess the biologist could quote your statistics on that. Well, yeah, and I mean, they wouldn't even be in, be considering this if there wasn't a reason for it. You know, if they're if they didn't have. Uh, biological data to back it up and they you know they see the issue and uh and most uh most trout fishermen they want a they want a better fishery you know the majority of them and us i'll include myself in that i definitely do i mean as far as just fishing as a whole right now the way it is i i don't i can't get (laughs) overly excited about going and you know if if we had bigger fish oh yeah i would be i'd be a whole different person it'd be nice to see that see those old seven pounders coming back yeah sevens and eights exciting stuff a nine on occasion i mean those are those are big fish and uh we just don't have a we just don't have a lot of them like we're been accustomed to just look at all the the schooling three to fives that you used to have oh. now when somebody catches a five pounder oh my god get the camera and the net out <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i have not seen an honest five pounder in my boat all year that's uh and as many hundreds of fish that we swung over the side <laughs> that's that's pretty uh Pretty amazing. I only saw one honest five pound trout. That, that trout was 25 inches. And uh, I, I know the boy that, that uh, had it caught in his boat. And uh, he's, he's an honest man. It was a good big. I, I mean, it's like, okay. Now, I've seen some 23s and 24s this year. Yeah. But that, that honest, solid five pounder, I. I don't think I had one in my boat. Just, you know, there's just not that many of them out there right now. But they're growing. You know, I'm getting more and more 18 to 21s every year. And that's that's exciting stuff. And these two saltwater years we've had back-to-back, we got lots of fish. Good gracious alive, there is, you can, you find the right spot up to nature. Well, yeah, river. we do too if you find the right spot, but you the overall picture, I mean, look how many tons of miles of dead water there is that there's no fish in that used to be, you know, used to hold fish, you know, as far as when the birds worked. I mean, yeah, you could, you know, that's when you really see what you got. And, uh, yes. 
when they're all running shrimp and birds are over them and and you can just see the vastness of all the schools yeah and the size of, of the schools sabine lake you could you could start out up north on a pretty day like we had right before this last front you could you could take off out of the mouth of the river and go right straight down the middle of the lake and and see flocks of birds with trout and redfish just bowed up. I mean, and sand yeah. trout, big sand trout. Oh, good gracious life. It was like there is no end to this. But, yes, there was, you know, seven years of floods, and it just knocked us right out of the saddle. It did, and... uh you know, loss of habitat when you when you get those kind of floods coming off of drought years, which were kind of detrimental in certain ways to certain types of habitat, and then you get the floods, it just changes everything, the whole overall picture. And yeah, it's just going to take time, but at least uh, right. you know everybody's uh, willing to make a move and sacrifice, you know, to get it back on track. Yeah, that's that's nothing wrong with that. Mentality's changed on fishing. It uh it really has, so hopefully through our conservation efforts and uh time of uh you know, the right salinity levels and everything else we'll get habitat back and all the things we need to to balance, you know, and make a good fishery. We shall yeah. see. Well, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. We're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and I are timing out. Yeah, we're we're in the fourth quarter, man. <laughs> and no timeouts left. That's it. I just don't want to see that two-minute warning yet. <laughs> I got plenty of time <laughs> on the clock, I hope, in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not too You sure. never know, man. Hey, when they pull the no, hammer... It's your turn. Nothing you can do yeah. about it. Yeah, it's like a little ball rolls in the hole. That's it. That's it. Enjoy your time, time while you got up. it. Make the most of it, brother. <laughs> All right, Bill. Well, hey, man. Uh, I'll. Uh, are you going to be able to talk Saturday morning? I think so. I'm, okay. I'll be uh, probably over in Winnie. So. Yeah, you'll be on the road headed to Winnie. Yep. I'll yeah, I'll pop there, you so. Saturday morning. You should and, be uh, get me easy. You can, when you hunt with old Zane, tell him I said hello. But I'll uh, do it. if somebody wants to come fish with you, how do they get a hold of you? Give them, give them a number, man. 409 673 9211. All right, Watkins. That'll get you there. All right. Well, you have a good day. Enjoy this beautiful weather, man. It is very nice. I'm Will do, loving man. this. All right, brother. And you as well. See you, man. Later. All right, that's Captain Bill Watkins over at Sabine Lake. And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market. This week, they're double-featuring green onion pecan smoked sausage and double black pepper pecan smoked sausage. You can always try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And full-menu pecan smoked barbecue that's served Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Pecan smoked pulled pork and homemade hot dogs are also available on the menu. And they're now taking orders for country smoked turkeys with the holidays ahead of us. Get get on it. It'll be here before you know it in custom processing. They do that year-round on pigs and calves. You can actually order a half calf or a hind quarter. You can have it processed any way you like. And their wild game processing, don't forget about that with deer season coming up. Nobody does a finer job, consistency, the blend of their sausage. I mean, everything they make, and uh, the packaging is second to none. Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 438 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Conroe. Let's check in with our good friend, Richard Tosh, the fish dude. Hey, Richard. How are you, man? I'm good, Mickey. How about yourself? Couldn't be better. 
You enjoying this cold up. weather? Oh, you know, you know, my neck swole up so, so quick I had to run out here to Land Oaks. <laughs> I figured you were already there. Is that where yeah, you're at? Yeah, yeah that's where I'm at. Uh, no, I decided to come over yesterday. I mean, good night. It ain't no sense in waiting to the last minute. Heck no. So, no, so I've been out here. Beat out the traffic, here. brother. That's right. I had a feeder that was that wasn't slinging right anyway, so I had to get had to get out there and get it fixed. And as when I pulled up there to the feeder and looked at it, I was baiting up some hog traps too. So this morning I found out if I got got a few of them rascals out there, and and uh, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Got a little mowing to do since all that rain. This grass done popped up, so I bet roads you. are all yeah, roads are all grown over, so. First thing this morning, I'm get on that tractor and start running around the pasture, cutting some cutting some lanes out anyway, mm-hmm. getting everything ready. But last night, what well, I, I laid down last night, and I was, I was sitting there going, "Man, it sure is nice out here. You can't hear nothing." And then all of a sudden, them coyotes fired up. It's like, there you go, <laughs> you rascals! I, I mean, good. It's they're lucky. That's all I can say. They're lucky because it's silence uh, is golden. I know. I need to. I need to go out there this morning and go and try to take a couple of them out because I brought my call and everything with me. So, let's see if I can't make that happen. But I don't know if I'm going to or not. I got dang much stuff to do. Feed them. This, Start putting dog that, food out in the same place all the time. You know, I never thought about that. That'd be a good idea. That'd be a good idea. Hey, there, it's they're, cold and now and they're hungry. I saw a big one the other evening. Uh, I'll be darned. Road from my house, there's a uh, a phone building over there, a little substation, and it has a vapor light on it, and I can see a silhouette. It was a big Oh, one. no. No, I'll be darned. Big old uh, Yogi. Uh, I'll tell you what, there's, when they when they got to run around too much, boy, they can be, they can be devastating. But, I mean, you're, How they're, you they're coming I, to the neighborhoods. I saw one right in the middle of Baytown the other morning. Good night. And he was right there. I, he was headed towards McDonald's. I guess he's going through the drive-thru, man. I heard that. <laughs> Three I o'clock in the that. morning. <laughs> Yodi right in the middle of Alexander Drive. Crazy. Goodness. He's, he's ready to go. I'll tell you what, though, them rascals, that's just like these dying pigs out here. I mean, I hadn't checked my cameras yet, so I don't know how many we actually got. But uh, last time I checked, I put some new cameras up last time I was up, and, uh, so, as after a day or two, I checked them, and I think we had, I, I saw about six different hogs, so that means there must be 60. So, as I guarantee you, them, them rascals, if you if you just see a handful of them, there's a whole lot more. Uh, a lot more than you can see anyway, so. Yeah, no doubt. But, that, you know, I got out here and, you know, planted moats the last time I was out here, and, and uh, man, it's actually Staying ahead of the deer for the first time, because I, I guess three hundred pounds of oats is enough. So it's because uh, I got two oat patches. One of them's about one of them's about an acre, and another's about two acres. So it's actually staying ahead of them. There's, but all the tops is knocked out of every bit of it. I mean, it's it's still up about the stubs are sticking up about two to three inches but oh well, good it's it, already popped good that i guess that rain really kicked that off huh man it got it going good and i mean it's awesome. nice and nice and green and everything everything else is too that's why i say i gotta get on that dang tractor because all that just the native grass just i mean what that that's what's amazing about here and even south texas you get just a little bit of rain. That I mean, everything greens up real good. Goes a good. long way, man. It does. It does. I guarantee you. And it's, you know, it's just like you know, it's just it's just fun to sit out here and watch these critters and see what they do. Anyway, so that's what I'm ready to do. Get out there and just see see how they're acting. Enjoy your you little know, blind time. Man can solve a yeah. lot of problems sitting in the blind, relaxed. I watching. guarantee you. Watching the wildlife, and I tell you, I, I mean it's it's something else, you know. I just and that's that's more of it. That's my anyway. yoga and meditation right there. Exactly, <laughs> is <It's> hunting. <laughs> just get out and take a break, and just get out and figure figure out the, all the world's problems. There ain't no doubt about that. So it's 
you know, it's just. Well, good luck with that. There's a lot of problems, so good luck with that. Uh, Yeah, but we can figure it out in our own head anyway. Well, true. So that's, you know, that's, that's the thing. But, and if nothing else, we can sit there and watch them, watch them deer run back and forth. You know, I like watching them, everything. I mean, it's, there's years when I get out and you'll see some, like some foxes and stuff like that. You know, we don't see them very often out here, but there's a few of them around. And it's, you know, it's fun to kind of watch just everything. I mean, it's just crazy. Might even see a couple of armadillos or something out there. Yeah, bobcats, yodies, yeah, javelina, exactly. hogs, deer, you name it. You name it. You name it. I mean, it's, it's like one year I was out here and I was, I was bow hunting and, and sitting out there and dang old skunk come walking around. I said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And he... He get he got out there mm-hmm. a little ways, and I, I got down off the sand. I saw him again. I saw him drill you, so I, I <laughs> drew back on him and, and shot. And boy, I tell you what, it was that was a that was a sight to see because I was about twenty yards from him when that arrow. I didn't think about that arrow just flying right through that skunk, but it did. Boy, it went right through, and he humped <laughs> up. He humped up, and the next thing you know, you could see him just spraying. It's like, oh no. <laughs> that arrow's gone. <laughs> so it's, um, I mean, it, you couldn't even get close to that rascal because, I mean, he's praying. Uh, it's just amazing. Oh, I thought I no, lost him, man. It had about a one second pause there. Oh, no. Well, you know, You're I'm right, not going to. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to be quiet for very long. There ain't no doubt about that. Ain't no no way I'm gonna be quiet. No, de- no dead air with a dead air with a fish dude talking. No, oh no, not at all. Because I love it. You know <laughs> that's, that's the main thing. That's that's one thing about me. I'm gonna talk and talk till I can't talk no more. And that's all. You know, like just like them shows. I sit there losing my voice because I just keep on trucking, and, and it's just one of those things. But it's it's all good. You know. It's, like the other day I was out there on Conroe, I went, I went out there and hybrid fished a little bit and then catfished too. So I had a couple of youngsters on there, you know, that like five-year-olds and six-year-olds. And uh, got out and got, got one decent little hybrid right off the bat. And then they just kind of shut down. I said, you know, with them youngsters, you don't want to keep them out there without catching something for very long. So we, we stuck with them for the hybrids for about 30, 45 minutes and us told them, let's go catch some catfish. We jumped all over them rascals and, and had, had about, I think 17, 18 that we kept and probably had that many throwbacks, you know, mm-hmm. cause I, I throw them back anything less than about 14 inches cause they didn't, they didn't really want to keep anything anyway. And I said, well, let's keep the good ones. So he got talking about all the stuff in the water, you know, is afraid of eating, eating fish. I said, that's, that's on different lakes. This this one here is pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty clean and pretty pristine. You know, like Livingston, you get the the stuff every once in a while. When I was growing up, you always heard about the mercury, so you didn't want to eat eat the fish out of that Trinity River because of mercury levels and that's PCBs and all different kinds of stuff. So, and then over at Ryburn there for a while, I don't know if that, I don't know if Ryburn's still that way or not, but there for a while they had signs up over at Ryburn. You know, limit the amount the amount of fish that you eat out of there, and I, I mean that that just amazed me because Rayburn yeah, is always eight ounce been, portion per month or something in uh, pregnant and nursing yeah. women and small children under twelve shouldn't eat any at all, and yeah, got, all that we got a lot stuff. of those signs up our San Jacinto watershed from I'll you know, be Tabs Bay and Upper Galveston Bay all the way up, and uh, yeah, everybody's uh. Still eating fish from up there. And it, it well, says I mean, all spe- it used to it used to be trout and catfish, but now it's right, everything. Crabs, I'll be darned. a whole nine yards, all species. I'll be darned. Well, see, that's like me. That's probably why I talk so dang much <laughs> eating all that stuff when I was growing up. Surprised I don't glow in the dark. Yeah. I mean, because I guarantee you, I've ate way more than that out of that Trinity River. And there's, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, that was that was my staple years ago because I, you know, I grew up fishing Trinity River out of John boat. I mean, that's 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 that was just my deal, and I, I've caught several big ones out of there, you know. And it's I always catch those. There was one morning I remember 
out there is sleeting. It was uh, it was good night. It had to be like 28 degrees. I'm out there in, in a giant boat with right. a tarp in my teeth, running up the river about 45 minutes, and sit down there and start fishing. And had and there was my very first fish was 16 pounds. The next one was like a 22. I had another one that was 26, and I Goodness. think uh, I had another one that was right at 20, 28. And right. I said, that's enough of this. And I mean, that happened real quick, but it was cold. And I said, that's enough of this. I had them, had them four fish like that, and I said, it's time to go. So I headed back, got some pictures, and cleaned them rascals up. But one of them old days where I had that tarp in my in my teeth, I'm I'm glad those days are over with. I got smart and got me a, a motorcycle helmet and some good rain gear. There you go. I mean, that's the thing right there. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I'm gonna I'll call you back Saturday morning when you got opening morning jitters. But uh, somebody wants to call you about fishing, Richard. Give them a number. Hook them up. All right, Mickey. Anyone can get in touch with me at nine three six 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 one seven nine two zero. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dudes Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishdudetx.com. Or just check out the webpage, fish2tx.com. All right, buddy. Get that tractor warmed up. I'll talk to you Saturday. See you, Richard. Yes, sir. Y'all have fun. Later, bud. All right. Now let's run down Matagorda Way. Let's check in with Captain Charlie Paradoski. Charlie P., what's going on, man? Well, do we or do we not have Charlie? Yes. There you are. Now we have you. What's going on? Oh, get ready to get up and fight the elements today. Yep. See well, if I'm going to like this cold weather or not. That's a little nippy. Ought to Coming be in here this morning, though. I had a 39 and a 41 and a 40, so it's pretty chilly. Wow. Yeah. Well, that ought to get them going. Boy, water temperatures dropped. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That tide didn't look that low yesterday when I looked at it when I got back down. No, but, uh, we got all that northeast wind yesterday. It brought a lot back, and that's what we're going to have today. It's kind of east-northeast, about 10 to 15. Yeah. Somebody was every cast. So What's that? It... Uh, and we keep hearing there's some water coming down. I don't know uh, how much. It, it would have to be a lot to affect anything as salty as that damn water is. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I guess when you talk to Bob Green tomorrow, you can ask him what the levels are. Yeah. If he'll pick up. He didn't last week, but maybe will this week. Are you hearing me okay? Because you're breaking up. No, I'm hearing you just fine. Everything's good. Huh. Well, anyway, this uh, this is the weather change that we've been been wanting and uh, needing, sure. and, and uh, it uh, it ought to make a difference. And it should. Every one of these it's... that we get, it's just going to get better and better and better. I'm with you. It is fall. Finally. We'll uh, we'll find out what we got left, and uh, <laughs> I know before we were all in back lakes fishing, uh, you know, for redfish, and uh, all those back lakes were just full of shrimp, ready to come out. So we'll see what happens. Looking forward to it. I'm with you. I don't know what kind of connection we got. We, uh, you're still clear as a bell on my end. I'm hearing you perfectly. You're breaking up, but huh? It's okay. No big deal. The uh, well. we got a lot going on this weekend, don't we? Deer hunting, duck hunting. Ought to big be some weekend. good fishing. It's a good time of the year. Fishing season who opening won, up. Who won finally. that game last night? Oh, the Rangers did five to nothing. It was one to nothing for. Uh, I think what was it seventh inning when they got one run. They could have got more, but uh, 
their pitcher had a no Arizona's pitcher had a no hitter going and in the seventh it just man three straight hits they got a run and they pulled him out they lost confidence in him real quick <laughs> well it didn't matter the best team won I mean those guys are a powerhouse they're just just huh. too much to contend with well uh I've just been having hell with this phone down here with these towers. I don't know what's going on with uh, Verizon, but I guess uh, that's what works best up this way and down at Blaine's. But I didn't. I didn't understand a word that you said. Really, they won five to nothing. Who knows? The Rangers did. They won it. They're the world champs. Yeah. Well, Until fishing ought to be year. good today, and uh, and uh, I think we'll uh, probably redfish will be a nuisance everywhere today. So we'll have to well, deal that with isn't it. A bad problem. Can't understand you, Mickey. Well. It's time to go anyway, Charlie. Throw them a number out if you can hear that, and uh, I'll talk to you Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he can't hear me. All right. All right, Charlie. Hey, have a good one. All right. Go ahead and dump him. <laughs> that conversation's over. I don't know. He was clear on my end, but I, that's, hey, he's, he's been having trouble with cell signal down that way. But anyway, well, we're going to go ahead and take our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 